No one ever talks about how hard it is to raise kids. Well, I mean, everyone talks about how hard it is to raise kids, but I don't know. No one ever talks about how great kids are to raise. But either way, this is an episode called Parents Just Won't Shut Up. And it's for parents to listen to other parents talk about these trials and tribulations. Because kids are great. I mean, kids can be assholes, but they're still great. You can be pissed off at them, they're still great. It doesn't matter. Because we love our kids, no matter what. And, uh, you know, we just want to keep talking about it as much as we possibly can. So welcome to an episode of Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Let's shut up and listen to this episode. I really don't know exactly what I am. I have to do that Ancestry.com stuff. Yeah. Really find out. We're all mutts. We are, yeah. I agree. Okay. Here we go. All right, man. Well, I don't really know how to start this whole thing off other than I'm just going to start recording. We're going to talk, and then whenever I edit, it's going to sound great because I can fix it all in post. That's what they always say in Hollywood. Uh <laughs> I don't think I'm going to use that. I'm just going to talk into the mic. And so basically the whole point of this whole program that I'm now doing is going to be to get the perspective and points of raising children from different points of views. I.e., you are a parent. I am a parent. I'm not too particularly fond of my kids, although I love them, but they are total a-holes right now. Mm -hmm. And... You have kids, and I don't know how you feel about your kids, but if they're anything like my kids, they suck right now. And I got a feeling yours probably don't because they haven't hit that ripe old age of 13 yet. Oh, your daughter has. She she is turning 13 the 27th of this month. Feb- oh, wow. February 27th. So she's like, she's a f- some years younger than me, but she's almost just, our, our birthdays are almost a month apart. Yeah. On the 23rd of January. Yeah, so she's she's getting older and and doing her own thing. Well, good deal. All right, man. Well, how old were you whenever you found out you were having kids? Did you plan on having kids, or was it like I know you were married? Well, nope. you you tell it from your version of the story. Were you married? And how old were you whenever you had kids, or when right. you found out you were had kids? All right, I believe I was twenty two years old uh, when I found out that that uh. uh I was going to be a father, and it was unplanned. I had been dating my uh, girlfriend for, uh, what, what, shoot, a couple months. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, that, that's... So, wait, that, you, were, you weren't married whenever you had the kids? No. I thought I was at your wedding. Well, okay. What happened was her parents... Did not want the child to be born out of wedlock, so wow. Five months into uh, my ex-wife's pregnancy is when we were married. Okay, so so she was yeah she was five months pregnant, just so it would be you know legit legit yes okay. So I had no idea. I was. I think I'm just as shocked as your kids are going to be. I was when they hear this. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was gung ho because that. Was yeah. my dream was to have kids and create the family. Yeah. 
That uh, you wanted to be a father. That, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Very very much so. Well, that's where you and I differ. Yeah. Uh, my first kid was very unplanned, right out of high school, and uh, I I I mean I wanted to. I didn't want to be a father at all. I had no. Uh, I, I I didn't grow up ever wanting to have kids, and uh, and and then my second kid was a very uh, drunken night. Um, I was married, and so and I said, "Hey, let's have kids." And then nine months later, we had a, a wonderful redheaded purple boy because he came out hairy and purple, <laughs> and it was pretty. He was pretty adorable. But uh, I think I was a little bit more prepared then, but whenever I was younger, I definitely was not prepared for kids. So anyways, back to your yeah. story, though, because my story, I'll, I'll get to tell that later on in life. Um, what, I don't know, man, just start with like how it is raising your kids. Because you're right now, I mean, technically you're a single dad. You, you have some medical issues. I know it's stressful, but I also know the love's there. You know, I mean, you've had to deal with lawyers. Your ex-wife is uh, probably not the best person for you to be around. And I'm imagining that she feels the way you feel about her, she feels about you, you know, because that's just the way humans are, you know, through immature separations. I And I can contest to that. Uh, so, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Well, my goal was to... You know, be the be the dad that I never had. My dad peaced out when I was, I guess, about three, mm-hmm. three years old. So I had numerous father figures to, to look up to. But I just, you know, I wanted to be what I didn't have. And uh, ended up impregnating this chick who I thought I was going to be with forever. Yeah. And, uh... What was it? After my daughter was born, we had a good year, but there were some things that I did not want to change about myself that she didn't like, so she would just get tired of me and boot me out. And uh, as soon as I would get back to, you know, get back on my feet and start figuring out life, uh, started dating, and then, then she would decide that she wanted me back. Okay. So then, you know, I'd be gone, what, six months. We can go back, get back to life, have another kid. And then a few years would go by. And then she would, you know, just decide that she didn't want to be with me anymore. Yeah. And, And then, you know, the same thing would happen. She'd get rid of me. And, uh. So how many times did you guys. We 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 split up. What I guess third time was charmed. Third, third time was. We and was were, that a, was that an actual like legal divorce? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was that was the one. Just because, uh, well, it had to be. It was the end for me because I finally finally came to my senses and. You yeah, know. you just realized that you really just weren't good for each other. Yeah, well, I caught her. I caught her cheating with her best friend's husband too. So that's 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 where I had to draw the line. You know, I got off work. Was was I got off work early on a Friday and was uh-huh. happy to go home and spend some time with my kids because yeah. I was working. You know, 
six days a week, 12 hour shifts. And I just happened to get that day off and I went home and the vehicle that was in my drive was not mine or my wife's. Oh, okay. So I handled the situation like a, like a, a, a man and I, I didn't kick anyone's ass or yeah. Anything like that. It could oh, I'm have, sure it, you scared the shit out of somebody. It, yes, I did. I did. I, I wanted to. I wanted to do very terrible things to both of them, but, but I didn't because, well, the house that I was living in did not belong to me, and and uh, Fair I didn't want to go to jail because I wanted to. Uh, yeah, I wanted to murder people, but it takes yeah. two to tango. Yeah, and uh, whatever. I just took off and. Started to figure out how uh, how I was going to put the pieces back together. Yeah, well, so fair enough. Found somewhere to stay. Got a vehicle because we had sold my... Uh, I had a Jeep. We had sold that vehicle in order to go on a last-minute uh, vacation. A save the relationship vacation? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what her intentions were, but she was very insistent on... On going on this vacation, which sucked because well, where'd she. You, where'd you go? We went to uh, Cancun, I believe. Okay, you take like a cruise. Uh, no, we went to an all-inclusive resort. Oh, okay. So you like flew in. Yeah, we flew uh, in, and I ended up spending more time talking with the uh, uh, bartender, the sweet Hispanic lady. Mm-hmm. Than I did with with my ex. She she basically ignored me the whole time. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I I'd had no vehicle. I was using the company vehicle, company truck to go to and to and from work. And then they decided they wanted to start keeping that vehicle at at the uh, shop. No. <laughs> so I had to find somewhere to live, find a vehicle, all that jazz. But somehow, magically, and, you managed to put it all back together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with with friends and family and yeah, a good lot of, a lot of people that love me. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm one yeah. of them. I don't support you as much as I'd like to, but <laughs> I try. Oh, you do in many ways. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she ended up. Well, she's a narcissist, so she tried to make me out to be the bad guy. Kept my kids away from me. For a very long time, mm-hmm. and that was the one thing that that was that I always wanted was my children, and it tore me up. And not seeing my kids for for uh, I think it was ten months of Man, calling and, yeah. and texting and no responses, and and I just I I I don't know really how to describe it, but I just ended up I guess hurting myself. Yeah. I was I was just worry and I was starving myself and not I wasn't treating myself the way I needed to. Yeah, and, it's, it's well, it's hard to love. And, it's it's it, it's hard to take care of yourself whenever you're in like that stressful of a situation. Yeah, you, you know? know, there was some drinking and just some numbing of the pain and yeah. and I caused self- myself to uh, have a grand mal seizure. I had I had just started actually seeing my kids. She had finally let me see my kids. Yeah. Because her new boyfriend, which was the, that was the guy the that guy she was, that she was banging. Yeah, the guy she was banging yeah. talked her into letting me see my kids. 
And then I had had them for the weekend and ended up falling and having a grand mal seizure and woke up in the hospital and and then she kept my kids away from me. Yeah, because Again. at that point you're you're a guy that's having grand mal seizures. Yeah. Now I have epilepsy and 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 yeah. you know that's that's a problem because I'm gonna put them in harm's way and blah blah blah. Yeah. But uh and that started a whole war on me just trying to get to see my kids again. And so how uh, well okay. So you had your kids at twenty two, or you had your daughter at twenty two. How old were you whenever you had your son? What are they uh are they four or five years four four three, years apart? Three years apart. Okay, so you're twenty five roughly whenever you had your Four years apart. The best part about this, let yeah. me say this. I'm interviewing you this because you're the dad. So yeah. you are going to suck with knowing their ages because you're the dad. And you're also going to suck with knowing yeah. when you got them. Now, I can interview any woman in this world and be like, how old are you now? I was 23. How yeah. Old, what, 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 what's well, your kid's birthday? And they're going to know it right off the bat. And you can ask me. And I've had my kids forever. And I still don't know their damn birthdays. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, that is like the, the biggest separation between a man and a woman is how our brains function with dates on our kids. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I know their birthdays. I just... Oh, your mic. A lot of, uh, a lot of memories have been lost. Yeah. Well, with, and, with and the, I think uh, you have a better excuse than with, I do. With the uh, epilepsy and seizures and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Megan's, what, February 27th uh-huh. so of that's uh, 2006. And my son, Matthew, was born uh, November 1st. You know what they say, when it's raining, it's pouring. You're listening to another episode of Parents Just Won't Shut Up. This is the guy from upstate. Hey, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I kind of like this stuff. You know, I don't have kids. Maybe one day I'll have kids. I don't know. But uh, as for now, you know, stay tuned. Oh, yeah, I forgot my notes. Uh, we are talking to uh, Harold No Name Mendiola. No Middle Name who would write that in my notes? Anyways, and your host is uh, some guy named Sean. Uh, Sean Rife. Riff? Reef. Who cares? Sean Rife. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyways, they gave me 30 bucks to make this commercial for him, so there you go. I hope it's fucking worth it. All right, so you got a teenage daughter, you got a nine-year-old son. Yes. So you got almost a thirteen-year-old and a nine-year-old. Well, I have the exact same thing. We we're like the we have the opposite. I have a thirteen-year-old boy and a nine-year-old uh, stepdaughter, and I also have a very older daughter, which is one I love to talk about. She's extremely smart, very cool, with a shaved head, Mrs. Kamele. Say hi. I'm just kidding. She's not here because she's never here. She's 18. She's doing her own thing. Now, uh, how hard uh, is it? Or, or I, I don't really know how to phrase this question the best, but how hard has it been since you were diagnosed as an epileptic and what led to that diagnosis? Or explain to me about your um, wonderful wreck you had. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, what led up to the seizures was, you know, me abusing myself and self-medicating and and drinking and 
just hurting myself, yeah. you know, from the lack of seeing my, my children. So it was like bad food and, and no food. Bad food, no food, and uh, abusing uh, uh, pills. And, yeah, barbiturates. Yes. And, and just anything at this point just to... I mean, I get to, it, man. To, I, I to mean, numb the yeah, pain yeah. and get get from yeah. day to day. I'm yeah, still making, yeah. you know, I could still work and oh yeah, no, we function. Put yeah. that smile on my face, yeah, that you know, fake smile yeah. for everyone else. But yeah, inside I was just dead. But I uh, ended up. Uh, well, I don't know. I just I had to see my kids, so. I, I, well, you had okay. You had, had you had the grandma seizure, the the first grandma seizure. I had the first and that, one. And I guess it's grand not, mall, not grandma. Yeah, there's no, a difference. No, yes, grand mall. So that's like yeah. the the worst kind. Yeah. in my my mind, yeah. that, that you could have because yeah. it affects your whole body and your your mind. And yeah, it took me two weeks to recover, and yeah. a lot of them, most yeah. of them, I would fall asleep and then wake up in the hospital yeah and okay so and the first one the first one that happened to you that was how, how many years ago was that six years ago six years ago and that was and then that was like right after your your 10 month stint of not seeing your kids you get your kids everything's like starting to maybe possibly turn a new leaf and then before you fucking know it you're waking up in a hospital you had a grandma seizure and now your ex-wife is saying you can't see him anymore because now you're you're having seizures. So if it's not this one thing, it's this other thing. Yes, makes sense. So I had to hire a lawyer, come yeah. up with a bunch of money to fight for. Where's for, your stress for, level for visitation on this one? Uh, at this point, fucking ten. It, I, I want to say it was it was yeah. a ten. I yeah. was. Uh, I was tra- it, traumatized, yeah. man. The the thing I wanted most of my yeah. life was being kept from me. Yeah, I find it amazing how uh, unbelievably superhuman we're able to be. Just uh, male, female doesn't matter. Uh, whenever we deal with this kind of a stress, because I know how to. I I I have my in my personal experience of working or, or, or get you know trying to afford a lawyer. Find a lawyer, afford a lawyer, uh, and deal with all of that. Still try to see my kids. Try to be amicable to my ex. Um, because as much as I want to say, I can't fucking stand you. I hate you. You're such a bitch. Or whatever to her. I also know that that's irresponsible and will get you nowhere, Right. Now, whatever she wants to say to me is whatever, right? I, I just kind of take it worth a grain of salt. Yeah. But, um, you know, so your stress level is like a level 10, and we're just working and working and working. And then you get your kids, boom, you have your grandma. And then uh, uh, and you get told you can't see your kids again, so your stress level is right back up. Now you're getting a lawyer. And... Um, and, and how long, or how does that play out for you? Me to prove that I, I did not have epilepsy, uh-huh. and it was just a seizure for the court. So I got doctor's notes saying that it was just a one-time thing. And, uh, you know, then I ended up gaining visitation, and she made sure that, or my lawyer 
and her made sure that we didn't have to see each other. She didn't want to see me. Yeah. So our exchanges were in public places. I would pick them up from school. We'd exchange at a, you know, agreed location in public. And uh, basic visitation. You yeah. Know, every other weekend, every Wednesday, which I couldn't do the Wednesdays. So yeah, it was a, just yeah. every other weekend. Yeah. And, uh, um, I just, I just kept, kept going, and yeah. then I, I have another seizure, and wake up in the hospital. They were spread out about every six months or so, and uh, then that that you know that just made it even worse. You know, some some years it would be. Uh, every six months, and some it was four times a year, or yeah. you know, it's it's varied. Yeah, it's it's. I still don't know what, what or why I have them. They haven't pinpointed the the cause, but that's that's work in progress. Yeah, and uh, with just here recently, I had one. Uh, I guess I was awake. I, I don't know. I, I went to sleep on, what was it, June 5th, uh-huh. 2019. Yeah. And uh, I, I woke up, I believe it was the 10th, to find I had totaled my vehicle, uh, had a grand mal seizure, uh-huh. totaled my vehicle, broke four vertebrae in my lower back and my right foot, and uh, what else? What else? Well, you were in a you were in a coma. oh yeah yeah, and I was I was in a coma for yeah. uh, for four days. Yeah, because I remember that I was yeah, there for yeah yeah, I, yeah the, I, the I, coma. Forgot I, about the coma. I showed up to the hospital when you have no memory of it, and I just want to say how rude. <laughs> I find it. Uh, I was yeah. there with flowers and yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you from you at all. I woke up. The in, the the nurse kicked pain. me out of the room actually, because I was making. I was because so the nurse the nurse kicks me out of the room because I don't deal with people in the hospital appropriately apparently <laughs> it's how I deal with it I don't uh I don't do a good job with um bad news I got to make jokes I don't know you know it's just it's it was from my childhood you know it's one of those things I watched my dad die uh, I grew up in a hospital so you just got to you got to always try to find the fun and the funny out of everything whether or not it's appropriate or inappropriate, you know. So I made it, I cracked a few jokes. They were trying to wake you up. And I said, well, maybe you can wake him up a little bit better. <laughs> and, uh, but I guess they were trying to wake you up. But like, man, it was like the little machine would start spiking and your breathing would get real erratic. And, and uh, you'd start fighting, you know, like you just, no, you say fighting, but, you know, you start moving your arms around. And at that point, he just kind of looked at me and your uncle that I was BSing with. And, um, uh, he asked us very impolitely to get out of the room. So it was fine. Yeah, we, I got out. I couldn't argue with him. And uh, all right, so you had your grandma seizure. You were in a coma for four days. You totaled out your truck. You at the time you were living with your who were you living with before uh, you had your seizure? I was living with uh, 
my cousin. You were living with your cousin, and that was in Austin. Yeah, we're renting an apartment in Austin. Yeah. And after that, they uh, requested I, I live with uh, somebody who can watch me, just in case I had more seizures. Yeah. And have you had, have you, okay, and who was that? Who, so where so, are you at now? So I moved in with my, my mother okay. and, and stepdad in New Braunfels. Okay. And uh, I was fortunate enough to yeah. have that. Yeah. My mom hasn't been working. I'm going on month number seven. Uh, so what, it's February now. So since, yeah. since then, I, I've had two, two you, seizures, okay. and they were both. While I was awake, I don't know that, but I think they're called tonic clonic seizures. So okay, I was going to ask you I'll what they're called. Tonic clonic. Tonic clonic. Okay, I'll uh, believe you. I, I th- believe. I think that's what they're called. Uh, Doctor Harold Mineola with those his are, tonic clonic seizure those, talk. Those are. Uh, it, they happened while I was awake. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my mom and and just so the, okay. saw tunnel yeah. vision and, and so so on. Let's say if you're having one right now, because it looks like you are. No. <laughs> but if you're having one right now, the signs for me to notice would be uh, sporadic, like almost like you're having a stroke, or like what's it like? Uh, like what did your mom say? She told me that I spaced out, looked off into nowhere, uh, leaned back, and then started. I, I chew on my tongue. Yeah. Okay. So I chew on my tongue until it's bleeding. And. I've bitten pieces of it off. Bunch of my teeth are broken from all the the because you bite down as hard as you can. Yeah, and you just start grinding your teeth and and, and just biting. Yeah, and and uh, I mean what everybody has described to me sounds terrible, but I'm glad I've never seen it because it's. Yeah, and it's, I guess you don't remember it, so it's it's you're just feeling you just kind of grab the after effect. You're not actually getting the. Yeah, uh, I wake up feeling like hell and recovering, and I have wounds, you know. All, yeah, all over, different, different scars. I've had, there have been times where I'll I'll go to sleep and then wake up and everything in my room's knocked over and. Yeah. You know, entertainment centers, and I got bunch of scratches or gashes in my legs or just all kinds yeah. of different stuff. Oh, my whole bo- every muscle in my body hurts. Just, even yeah. Muscles it's, that you didn't even know you could well, strain. It, sound, it sounds exhaustion. It sounds exhausting to, to yeah. have a seizure like that. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, you're back at your mom's house now. Yes. And you have your kids. And you have your kids' regular standard visitation for non-custodial. Yes. And how how's all that really playing out for you? I mean, at, let me put it that I it could be better because it can always be better. Even the situation that I'm in could be better. Even a perfect situation can be better. But you know, I mean, at at first, uh, my ex kept him kept him away from me. Yeah, and uh, she of course did not want me driving. Which I agreed with her because I don't want to put anybody's lives in in harm's way, uh, especially my children. Uh, so since that date, since June, I haven't I haven't driven. And in the state of Texas, if you have 
epilepsy and you have seizures, you're supposed to report it and not drive for 90 days. Okay. So about the 90 day point, I had another one or another two. Yeah. So I just, I just haven't driven. Yeah. And I agreed to have somebody else, you know, driving whenever I, I pick my kids up and drop them off. Well, fair enough. But I've been, I, I still see them and, uh, unemployed I uh, have no no income applied for disability this is like the best tinder account ever right here yeah i'm yeah. unemployed oh yeah i've applied for disability i'm i'm a ladies i'm a real catch come and get this guy well you are a catch and if people don't fucking see that that's their own problem all right so uh, and and if people don't see that then that that is what it is but where are you at now with just in communication with your ex, you know, period? Uh, I mean, is it, are you trying to be amiable cool? I know that it's difficult not to, I know it's so difficult. I mean, don't even, I don't even want to get, we can, I can, we can both, I'm sure me and you both can go into stories for hours just about the shittiness that we have both caused and dealt with from, you know, I mean, because it is a two-way street to be a bad person. Not to be a bad person. It's a two-way street to be shitty and mean to each other. You know, and it's hard not to put the kids first. Although, that's what our job is, you know. is to try to protect them from that shittiness. But it's hard to not be upset. So, um, uh, you know, just give me like a, a rundown of, of this has happened. I learned because of, you know what I mean? Like. See, see what I'm, if you kind of get what I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, in the beginning, it was it was pretty bad. You know, we, we both hated each other. And eventually, I, you know, learned that I needed to, uh, I couldn't, couldn't speak poorly of their mother. Because, you know, they're both, you know, half of each of us. Yeah. So, uh, I made sure to speak positive. Yeah. Whenever referring to my ex. And uh, sometimes it would be good, sometimes it would be bad. You know, I never knew which which side of my ex I would get. Uh-huh. So, uh, but essentially I ended up, I was just positive all the time. I wanted to make it like if we ever went to court. Yeah. I was, I looked like the good guy. Yeah. I wasn't the crazy one. Yeah. But um, I don't know, maybe... Few months ago, we got into a, a, a really bad text conversation. We were arguing, and then uh, her husband jumped in and said, "All right, I'm tired of this crap. Y'all have been going at it for years, and it's the same old, same old stuff. So yeah. you will no longer speak to her any longer. You will communicate through me." Mm-hmm. And the exchanges, you know, when I dropped the kids off, used to be just traumatic for me. I would yeah. have depression and anxiety, and it was just this whole terrible situation yeah. that i would like relive twice yeah you know the whole ride too and just i don't know it was just terrible yeah let me stop but, you right there real fast because i gotta jump in and throw in my two cents on this one okay i feel you on me and you are or let me say you and i uh, you and i are on two we're, we're, we're on separate separate scales on this one because I have custody of my son. I, I've won her out in court. I, I've done everything that I can possibly do and spend as much money on this as possible. But I will say this. Even dropping my son off today to her, knowing that in just a couple of days I'm going to be back to pick him up, I still feel the same way. 
I did from the first time I had to drop him off. That I, I so I, what I'm saying is not to overdo what you you know who you are and how you're dealing with it, but just to say that I totally get that feeling of just like I get anxiety. I don't get I don't get depressed about it like I I, I used to and I it did it ate me up in the beginning and I, I've I've worked through that but man I still even thinking about it now I can feel it right in the middle of my chest either that or I'm having a heart attack one or the other right <laughs> now though I can feel it just you know so I totally get that feeling so I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead no no problem but uh, uh since since he you know. Cut me off and yeah. and and told me that we were making a change. Yeah, uh, I never thought that I would be okay with it. You know, because yeah. at one point I I hated him. I yeah. I despised him. But it takes two to tango. So yeah, uh, but it's been great. He's yeah. he's polite. He speaks to me. Yeah, I've spoken to my ex, and I haven't seen her in person in six years. So. That's this, impressive. This uh, her husband, you know, he he works with me. Well, if if plans change, you know, we we work together. Yeah, and he's it's it's been wonderful. The anxiety's gone. That's good. I can ask him, you know, if we can make like I said, make a change or yeah. replan some stuff, switch up a weekend or whatever, and it's it's been awesome. Yeah. I, I I never thought those words would be coming out of my mouth, but it's yeah, it's great, and it's it's night and day, yeah. night and day, and it's 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 good for the kids, it's good for me because they they you know he he's a good stepdad. Yeah. No. Yeah. And and um, yeah. And that that's a hard you know that's a really hard thing sometimes to say. Yeah. Because yeah. On, and that's where you and I will definitely differ because on my end, uh, my son's stepdad, uh, I will say that I have nothing good to say about him. And, and maybe one day I'll get into great detail and depth about the time that he tried to uh, fight me in a McDonald's drive through And I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, I mean, this guy's a pretty amazing piece of work. So I'm glad I got my son out of a, that situation. Um, uh, you know, um, but I, I want to shift gears entirely. All yeah. right. We've, we've talked Let's about do it. the really crappy parts about being divorced, being a single parent. And, uh, and, and that's not what this shows. That's not what this is. That's not what the show is going to entirely always be about. I want to interview people that also, which mind blowing to me are happily married with their kids and doing a great job co-parenting or, or not co-parenting but parenting together and then also uh uh i'm i'm a stepdad and um with my wife's ex-husband him my wife and i all three very much get along we are very um uh patient with each other we we communicate well uh we help each other out when we can so i know that there is definitely people out there that know how to co-parent they're just not together and that is, I want to say, drives me up the fucking wall whenever I hear that because I know that that's possible and I really wish that that could happen between me and my ex. I'm sure you wish it could happen between you and your ex. And it seems Definitely. like it seems like you're the, uh, the husband or her husband uh, the, uh, has kind of stepped in 
maybe maybe not in the best the best way, but either way has stepped in and tried to just make it civil. Yes. And and man, that means a lot. So kudos to him yeah. and kudos to you for just at least being able to say he's a good stepdad, right? I mean, no one's hurting your kids, right? I mean, we have to rely on their saying that they, they have good judgment and they pick people to be around your kids that you've you know, your kids feel safe and they are safe. So that's good. Um, now, now, yes. now to totally shut down that segment, uh, let's just, I want to go into more of a, tell me about one of the funnest times you had with your, with your, just with just your daughter. Gosh, I know these are these are these are hard. These are going to be the hardball questions. Yeah, especially since most of my memories have been erased. I know that's my kids have to remind me of things that we've done together. Well, how about this? How about Uh, all right? I'm going to give you a uh, special exception because you're you're half brain dead apparently. Yeah, I am. No, um, uh, just give me them together. uh, Just a fun time you had with your kids in the recent future, say within the last couple of years. Okay. Last summer, uh-huh. uh, my my brother and my niece and my mm. children, we took a trip to the coast. Yeah, we rented a, a RV and we went and stayed. It's like a big house RV. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Always we super we, cool. we went and just had spent spent. I got them for a week. Yeah. And we we just went and made the best of it. He knew that I was. I needed to get out and have some fun, and because I was always working, and yeah, and we so just this wanted is, to go get our kids together and 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 just enjoy ourselves. Yeah, this is so. This is before you memories. had your. This is before you had your big big seizure in the rack and the coma, and you yes. weren't living at your mom's. You were living at your yeah. your cousin's house or cousin's apartment with her in in Austin. Yes. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, you know? it was it was fun. The kids the kids had a blast. All right, most As, recent. Most me- recent memory of your kids making you laugh. The dumb stuff kids do. Because kids, man, kids do dumb stuff. And it's hilarious. Like, did they fall funny? Did they make some weird noise? My son, he, he does these, he gives me these strange looks and kind of crosses his eyes. And at random, he'll just look at me and, well, he'll have one, one eye just wall-eyed and... and <laughs> And he kind of tilts his head down, and and I can't. All I can do is just start cracking up, and yeah. I have a crazy laugh as it is, and yeah. he inherited that as well. Okay, and, and then just feed into each other. And yeah, just yeah. Sound like a pack of hyenas after a while. Yes, that's. Awesome. And then my, you know, my daughter, she she shares my humor as well. Yeah, they're both they're both clever kids. Yeah, they 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 know they know exactly what buttons to push to. Yeah. To 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 just make me happy, yeah, and I them, yeah. So well, that's good. It's it's always fun. Yeah, you really can't, yeah, you can't argue with that, man. Kids are kids are fun, man. I mean, they're they're you know they can be very difficult from time to time. Uh, you know, I I'm, I mind being thirteen and every single thing I ask him to do is an amazing feat uh, for him to even accomplish without some kind of a weird attitude about it. And uh, I, just the other day, this one, I, I envisioned myself grabbing him and pulling him into the car, through the window of the car, 
in front of all of his friends because I went to the school dance after the dance to pick him up. He was waiting there in line with all of his buddies. He looked at me, made eye contact, turned around with his back to me and started talking to his friends and then started like play fighting. And this went on for, I don't know why I let it go on for as long as it did. I was trying to honk the horn, but for some reason the horn in the car wasn't working properly or I wasn't doing it right because I was getting madder and madder. So I finally just, I rolled down the window, but it's not, I wish it was one that you could have to roll down so they could see how pissed I was. Because now <laughs> yeah. I'm just like holding the button with sheer you know, fury of just like, as soon as this gets all the way down, I'm going to scream at you. And then I am very frustrated at this point, and I yell out his name, and I say, Zeke, but I say it very, a little bit too loud, and my voice cracks, and all of his damn friends just start laughing. Uh, it's ridiculous, uh, but I'm so pissed. I am so mad. And then he's like, I was only there for like 10 seconds. So then I stopped the car and I counted to 10. Oh. And I let him feel what 10 seconds was like with cars behind me, honking, wondering why I'm stopping. And he's like, you got to go. And I'm like, no, this is what 10 seconds feels like. So he learned a very valuable lesson that night. And, uh, and, and I learned a valuable lesson on on patience and not murdering a 13-year-old boy in public. You're, so. you're just making me feel great about having my kids. Oh, yeah, no. they, they, I don't know. We, we've always gotten compliments about how... Well you work how, together? How they're just well-behaved. Yeah. No, I've met, I, I mean, I've, I've met your kids. I know your kids. They're, they're, and they are well-behaved. They're, your, your boy, I'd I mean, actually, we all need to get together. And everyone yes, needs to do. hang out. Damn it. So let's make that happen we, we, at some point. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to. I, I found out recently that my daughter is uh, uh, she, well, she is trying out for a Richard Linklater film. Oh, wow. She's auditioning. Yeah. Well, good for her. Yeah. Maybe she'll become rich and take and, care of you. I hope so. That's all I want my I, kids to do. I've already that's, told them that's they have yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we're good, man. I think we, I got a pretty solid amount of info from you, but I do have one more question to ask. This is how I want to end every single interview. And you can really, I, I have a feeling I know how you're going to answer this, but I also have a feeling I know how other people are going to answer this, which might blow other people's minds. But if you could do it all over again, would you do it without your kids? Like you go back in time, you have no memory of it. Boom, boom, boom. But what would you not now? What would you do differently? Just is it worth it? I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, because because everything that I've gone to gone through has helped me become the person I am today. Whether it's been lessons or you know pointing me in a different direction or or what whatever you know I yeah. I. No, I wouldn't change a thing, man. All not, right. Not one damn thing. Man, well, you're you're more of a man than I am, sir. No, I'm just kidding. If I could go back in time, change anything, I wouldn't change anything either. I love the hell out of my kids. I definitely didn't expect to have them. You know, they were definitely, uh, uh, well, I don't know. It was a shock to me both times. Mm-hmm. But either way, you know, I mean, we got them. So right. we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. All right. 
accidents. Okay. Go for it. Thank you for wasting your time and listening to Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Okay, say it again and say it a little bit slower. Wait, how, how slow? Just a little bit slower. Okay. Thank you for wasting your time and listening to Parents Just Won't Shut Up. Awesome. Fortunately, I have the key to escape reality. And you may see me tonight with an ill-